nobody else you can call? What kind of a chain of command is that? Look, the Havoc is abandoned. There's no active mission control team associated with it. I'm just here to make sure we don't lose contact with it completely. That's smart. You seem really prepared for an emergency situation like this. This isn't a thing I've ever needed to be prepared for. People generally don't call in from abandoned spacecrafts that have been empty for seven years. How many people died? Seven years ago? Can we... I think we have other things to focus on right now. How many? Look, the director's not here yet, and I really don't know what I'm meant to be doing in this situation. So if you could tell me what's happening on your end of the you line... You said it... more than half. More than half of 50 people. What happened? I don't... Does it matter? Can yes, just... it matters. Of course it matters. I was... I worked with these people for months. I was their doctor. I was supposed to keep them alive. I was supposed to... What happened? Okay. Okay. I mean, there was a mutiny. The landing crews got a little obsessive and wanted to keep sending down missions to the planet's surface. But there were orders to return to I Earth. I know about that. But what... Who... How many people made it back? This is only going to... How many people survived? I think we need to concentrate... Tell me! Fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen out of fifty? Thirty-five people didn't make it back? Thirty-six. What? You've been... Well... You didn't make it back either. Technically. I thought... I mean... Everybody thought you were dead. Oh. Yeah. I didn't... I didn't even think about that. I didn't... Oh, God, is my family okay? I don't know. Of course. I'm, I'm sorry, that's not... It's not important right now. It's important. But not relevant. Who made it back? Do you really think that knowing names will Tell help? Tell me. Tell me! Mostly just the landing crews. Or parts of them. I guess they were already by the shuttle when the call went out to abandon ship. Three from the original landing crew, then all five from the second and third crews, one guy from communications, and... Yeah. That was it. Damn it! Yeah, it was... It was pretty bad. No, that's not... Never mind. Nobody from medical? I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not okay. It's really not okay, but... I guess it doesn't matter anymore. That doesn't... I mean... It still matters. You don't have to act like... Fine. We don't have to... It's fine. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. Can we... Can we talk about your situation now? Because I have a lot of questions, and if I'm going to help, I, I need... I don't think you can be... I don't think you can help me with my situation. What? It's fine. You can't help me. I'll be fine. Or probably not fine, but... Hang least... on a second. You called me for help. And you say you're on an abandoned spacecraft, but you're fine. I think... I mean, I wasn't prepared for this call, but I'm not totally useless. I can... Don't take it personally. You just can't help me. Probably nobody can. I thought... I thought... 
There'd be a rescue mission or something, but seven Okay, years. that. That right there. You literally called me with no idea that seven years had passed, okay? And I helped you with that. We both have new information for each other, right? So just... Just stay on the line. I need to know more about your situation if I'm going to be able to help you at all. So I'm going to ask you some questions now. But... No. You are going to stay on the line, and I am going to help you. But I can't do that if I don't know what's going on. Are you in immediate danger? I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe? I don't know, okay? I have no idea what's going on! Neither do I! So let's just... let's just work together here, okay? Where are you? Havoc control room. Are you alone? In the control room, yes. Are you alone on the ship? I don't know! I don't... I don't think so. I think there might be someone else up here. With me. Who? I don't know! It's just... I don't feel like I'm alone. You don't feel like you're alone. Look, you wanted me to tell you the truth. Okay, okay. What does it feel like, then? You're making fun of me. I'm not. I'm actually genuinely trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Well, I'm in control. The havoc is... It's quiet. Quieter than I've ever heard it. I can hear the engines, the life support systems. I guess that's a good sign, but... I can't... There's no people. With the crew, there was always at least some noise, even in the middle of the night. You could always hear... I don't know. People moving, talking. But now, it's just... quiet. So you're alone? Maybe. What else? Lighting systems are sporadic. Keep flickering, and when it's dark, it's... Well, it's really dark up here. Lights haven't stayed off for more than a few seconds at a time, though. And I don't think it's affecting other electrical systems. At least, the communications equipment I'm using haven't been affected. The ship seems to be in good condition. It's just completely abandoned. I... I passed through the greenhouse on the way here. It looked fine. Not overgrown at all. It looked like... like someone had been taking care of it. Have you been taking care of it? No! What happened to you? How are you still alive? How did you survive up there for seven years? I didn't. That literally answers none of my questions. I wasn't actively surviving. Not for seven years. I froze myself. What? The supply probes have cryogenic chambers for sending live scientific samples. It's pretty new technology, but I figured if it works for lab rats, it probably works for humans. Same principles, at least. We just got a new shipment yesterday. Or the day before I froze myself. So, seven years ago. Right. Anyways, there was a newly unloaded cryo chamber plugged in the lab and ready to go. It was a tight fit, but I made it work. Why would you do that? I figured it would keep me hidden. At least until the fighting was over and someone from the medical team came to work. They'd notice the cryo chamber, open it up, and everything would be fine. I was sort of banking on someone unfreezing me within a few hours. Obviously, that didn't happen, so I just... I just stayed there. For seven years, apparently. The cryo chamber eventually thawed. I think the system just ran itself into the ground. The control panel was sparking when I climbed out. 
Cryogenics for human use hadn't been approved. And now we know it works, right? I mean, it wasn't comfortable, but it did work. For seven years, apparently. I guess there's a win for science. I probably shouldn't tell you, but... What? The FDA approved human cryogenics last year. So you're a little late. Technically, I was the first. Well, you slept too long. None of this actually explains why you did it. There was fighting. Right outside my lab. And I knew... It wasn't an ordinary mutiny. There was something else going on. What else? You really don't know anything? I know there was a mutiny. I don't have time for this. If you'd rather hang up... No. You need to know. I just wish... Ugh. I wasn't supposed to be frozen for so long. I didn't think... I thought someone would come for me. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Anyways, things were going south. I had just... I was in my lab. I had just finished working with Emma Kingsley, the pilot for the first lander mission. Yeah, I, I know who she is. Right. Well, she was the first person to get hurt before the rest of the fighting started. I know. Swung at the captain in the middle of what was supposed to be peaceful negotiations, right? Right. We thought that would be the end of it. Take out one dissenter and the rest would scatter. You do know what happened, then. I know about the mutiny. Were you on comms or something for the Havoc mission? In Houston? Sort of. Okay, good. So you already know some of it. Only some. Well, I was doing her x-ray. She didn't have any serious damage, just a broken wrist. Which is actually pretty serious for a pilot. And we were keeping her sedated because she wouldn't stop shouting about the captain and the importance of further missions or whatever. But something wasn't right. The bone structure of her right arm was completely incorrect. Like, apart from the broken bone, her wrist was seriously messed up. Completely missing entire bones messed up. I wanted someone else to take a look at it, but the rest of the medical staff was up in control for the crew meeting. I remember. So... I put her through a full-body scan. Figured I had the time, and I wanted to see how the upper part of her arm and shoulder connected. The original results of the x-ray were just so weird. Like it wasn't even a human arm. And there hadn't been anything in her medical files to indicate that something was wrong. I mean, she wouldn't have been approved for the mission if something was wrong. So I wanted to check it out. The results of the full-body scan were even stranger. I was going to run them up to the crew meeting, but I think, I think the meeting got violent. I started hearing shouts, screams. The lights flickered off for a second and then back on. I knew I needed to get up to the control room, but I couldn't. Fighting was happening right outside. And then Kingsley woke up. I thought she was anesthetized. She was. It just didn't. It didn't stick. Is that a medical term? Funny. The anesthesia didn't work. Clear enough for you? That doesn't make sense. Nothing about this situation makes sense. Kingsley woke up. She shouldn't have, but she did. She wasn't restrained, and I knew she was about to get violent, and I couldn't leave the lab because there was fighting right outside. So I froze myself. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Hell, it probably was the right idea, considering everyone else is dead. 
Any questions? I still have a lot of questions, yes. No. Quiet! There. Move it. You sure? What happened to the people who died? What do you mean? They died. The mutiny... Their bodies. What happened to their bodies? They're still up there. All of them? Yes. Damn it. It was a big controversy right after the mission. The public wanted an immediate response to bring back the bodies, but it would have taken years for NASA to get another shuttle together. They decided to stick to the scheduled mission set. It was more practical and cost-effective to just leave them there until the second half of crew arrived. And the hull was breached, so they weren't really decomposing. At least we thought the hull was breached. I guess... If you're breathing... Stop then... talking! What? I'm thinking... This is bad. No. I'm not alone up here. You mean the bodies? No, I mean... The bodies aren't bodies. They're... Something else. What the hell is that supposed to mean? We don't have time right now. I think they're coming. Is there any way to keep talking with you once I'm outside of control? You could sync a hands-free radio receiver with the comm station you're using. How long will that take? 30 seconds, if you know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing! <laughs> Fortunately for you, I do. See? Helping! Radios are in the storage locker under Station 12. Got one. Is it fully charged? How do I tell... Green light. Yes. Go to Channel 3, then set the comms console to broadcast on the same channel. That's going to be a short transition time. Got it. Switching over now. Dr. Beck, do you copy? Dr. Beck? Avery? Here. Okay, I'm going. Where? Stay quiet. They're almost here. Who's almost? Shut up! This episode of Havoc was written and directed by Cece Richardson, with assistant director Caitlin Nelke. Avery Beck was voiced by Caroline Christie. Noah Anderson was voiced by Michael Fitzsimmons. Original music composed by Kat Leone. Audio recording and editing by John Wastenberg. Special thanks to script editors Katie Berry and Rory Richardson. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HavocPod to get our latest news.